levar os portugueses mais longe. Ser uma ponte entre Portugal e os Estados Unidos da América. Esta é a missão da Fundação Luso-Americana para o Desenvolvimento. A FLAD nasceu em 1985, na sequência do Acordo das Lages, e por aqui passaram até hoje milhares de pessoas e ideias que ajudámos a transformar em realidade. Promovemos a partilha de conhecimento e experiências através de bolsas de estudo, estágios, prémios e conferências unindo os dois lados do Atlântico. Trabalhamos diretamente com a comunidade portuguesa nos Estados Unidos. Queremos contribuir para que o papel dos luso-americanos seja cada vez mais forte e para que as origens portuguesas sejam continuamente celebradas. Nesta ligação atlântica surgem, claro, os Açores. Pela sua importância geoestratégica de segurança e defesa, científica e cultural, são um ponto essencial na atividade da FLAD. Somos ciência, educação, arte e relações transatlânticas. Há 36 anos a contribuir para o desenvolvimento de Portugal e dos portugueses. I'd like to uh, welcome everybody to uh, our panel this evening. Um, it's all about uh, the impact and potential of publishing, publishing houses. And we have um, guest speakers today, Onesimo Almeida from Gavia Brown, Mario Pereira from Tigers Press and Denise Borges from Bruma Publications. Um, uh, my name is Annabella de Cruz Mello. I am a director from uh, Palcus, and I'll be your panelist today. And um, I'd like to start off by asking um, each and every one of you to introduce yourself. And I'd like to start with uh, Onesimo, if you could. Hi, I'm Onesimo Almeida. I just came from a class. I rushed in a little bit late, but I don't seem to have missed very much. Um, I am uh, uh, teaching. At, I've been teaching at Brown for uh, almost 60 years. I don't have to waste time. The topic today is uh, publishing, uh, and uh, I created Gavia Brown in uh, 1980, and uh, we've been publishing books. But uh, more about this uh, later. We also publish uh, uh, three journals, and um, uh, so. Um, We, one, one of the journals is also called Davio Brand, but it's dedicated to Portuguese-American studies and letters. About this more later. Okay. And Mario, please. Hi, um, Mario Pereira. Um, I'm executive editor of, of Tegas Press and the Center for Portuguese Studies at UMass Dartmouth. Um, I got a PhD from Brown University in um, history of Portuguese art. And then I got a postdoc at University of Pittsburgh, and then got this position at, at UMass Dartmouth um, in 2010. So I've been there for, for 10 years. No, 2011, sorry. Um, yeah, and the, the press was started, I guess, late 90s, early 2000s um, by Frank, Frank Souza and Victor Menz. And, um, They finally created a full-time position, and uh, so that's what I now have. Okay, thank you. And uh, Dinesh? Uh, well, good afternoon, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, first of all, I must say that um, the amount of years that Onesimo says he's been teaching at Brown, he started when he was seven. So just to let you know, he was uh, uh, right, uh, you know, instead of going to elementary school, he went directly to Brown. But uh, because he only looks like he's 45. But anyway, um, I... Um, Either you're a liar or you don't know how to do math. <laughs> but, <laughs> math, math. I was very, very poor in math. Uh, the... Um, I just wanted to, uh, first of all, uh, thank you, Palkas, for inviting uh, uh, Buma. We've just started, so we're just not even six months old. We're, we, we're just in the midst of uh, beginning what will be our first publication, hopefully very, very soon. Uh, as a matter of fact, we began um, in um, uh, March, kicked it off with a conference uh, that was done on the role of publishing by Onesimo Almeida. And um, uh, a little bit about myself, I'm an immigrant from the island of Terceira. I always try to say that because most people think immigrants from uh, to, to the United States are from São Miguel, but no, I'm from Terceira. And, the, um, and uh, I taught at uh, high school for 22 years and also at the College of the Sequoias. 
And uh, after I retired from that job, I found myself uh, going back to Fresno State, where I taught um, for six semesters in the early 2000s. And um, I'm a lecturer of Portuguese, and I'm in charge of the Portuguese Beyond Borders Institute, um, which is something that... um, which is an institute that was created for, of course, Portuguese, um, beyond the Portuguese language and culture. We are working with three different colleges and from PBBI, the birth of Bruma Publications. Thank you. Well, I'd like to hear um, from, from each one of you a little bit about the actual publishing house and how it's serving the community, what books are being published, is the community buying books, things of that nature. Um, if you... I, I keep calling on Onesimo just because um, I don't know. I just feel like I'm, he probably I'm the has the I'm, most I, to offer. Oh, I'm no, not because you're the oldest. No, it's okay. It was, <laughs> no, no. Yeah, and I understand. I started uh, publishing, uh, uh, doing this uh, uh, adventures uh, in 1980 because there was nothing around. And uh, uh, at Brown, I um, thought... Uh, uh, that it would be a good idea. Uh, to, there was nothing around the, about the Portuguese. I started the press because of Portuguese Americans. There was not enough material about Portuguese Americans. And I was interested, George Monteiro was also interested, but George Monteiro was into writing, not into uh, you know, publishing or doing uh, 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 anything like a press. So I was the one, uh, it's too, 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 too long. I, I, I want to skip details, uh, but, but uh, so I started a journal and, and the press, and the press was doing, uh, the, the goal of the press was to do translations of, of Portuguese literature because there was virtually nothing um, about, so our first book was a book about uh, of George Monteiro translations of Psoa and, and then uh, George Monteiro of, on, on Senna. Uh, there was virtually nothing uh, by George Senna in English, uh, so in English. So it, it, it was the beginning of it all. I mean, it was uh, it was such a long time ago. Nowadays, these things are available. So I started doing this because I had a lot of energy there. And then, and I was, uh, I thought that something had to be done. And then also about Portuguese America, publishing about the Gavio brand, the journal, uh, the idea was to publish things in Portuguese and in English, uh, studies of, on about the Portuguese, but also uh, uh, creative writing, uh, short stories, poetry, that somehow had to do with the Portuguese American experience. So the journal started being published and it's still being published today. It's 40, 40 years of, of, of a journal that there's a, a lot that has been collected. It's there. We're finishing now the fall issue of, uh, of two, to 2000, uh, 2021, this is our 41st year. And it, it is an incredible amount uh, uh, of work because then we have to, we had to prefer, professionalize uh, this, uh, the journal had, we have to find, you know, to, to standardize the publication, find uh, referees, we have to, it, 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 the whole enterprise is, is, is very time consuming. Same thing with, with, with the publication of the books. When Frank Souza started Tagus Press, uh, I felt bad that he did not tell me that he, he, that he was going to do that because I would have told him, let us do something together. But Frank had a different idea about, you know, uh, of how to do things and he wanted to do one on his own. So he started Tagus Press and people thought, okay, why the right? There was no rivalry. Uh, I, I, I wanted to join him. Let us make a strong thing. Why are we going to have two presses to, uh, 30 minutes away from each other, t- uh, uh, f- 30 miles away, not even 30 miles uh, away from each other. Uh, but luckily now the press, uh, Tagus Press is in the hands of, of, of Mario Pereira and I'm on my way out. T- uh, 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 Gavibran is folding because nobody's going to continue. I'm not going to have anybody coming to Brown who is going to be interested in Portuguese America, interested in publishing. All the dimensions today are so, so. Uh, I mean, the, the, the way these things turned out to be cannot be replicated. It's not because I, I, I'm uh, uh, unreplaceable. It's just that you know nobody's going to advertise. Oh, someone who can do publishing, someone who can write, someone who can write about the Portuguese America, uh, uh, Portuguese history. These things aren't done. These things grow naturally, given the circumstances. So, l- luckily, uh, Mario Pereira invited me to uh, cooperate with him uh, 
on a Portuguese, uh, uh, on Azorian series, Bellis Azorica. And I've been working with him and we've been republishing books out of print from Gavio Bran because uh, at least at UMass, UMass did a very nice thing it, it, in charge one person just of publication. So now they are associated with UMass Press. They have professionalized it. This is there's not going to depend anymore on just one person and my secretary and all, because this requires professionalization. And and I uh, I, I realized that this is the way to go. Uh, we are together again uh, now for the first time, but doing a very good uh, a, a very good uh, uh, job at that. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, 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 a friend and admirer of the wonderful work that Mario does. Mario is an extremely uh, good professional. He's running the press extremely well. And I uh, have uh, not only no problem in cooperating with him, but I'm glad that I can cooperate with him because uh, this is what I always wanted uh, to do was to have a consortium to have. Uh, uh, so so uh, 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 we are going to continue. We now have three journals. We have uh, uh, the, the, the uh, Gavia Brand that is dedicated to Portuguese American studies and letters. We have a, a journal only about PSOA, which is an international journal. It's the only international journal on Fernando PSOA. And we have another one on Portuguese history. It's 20 years already. And it is it, all of these come come out twice a year. It's so much work that not one single person can do all of this. Uh, so these journals are going to continue, but uh, I'll be retiring in one year and, uh, you know, I'll be, I'll gladly uh, continue working with, uh, with uh, Mario because, you know, uh, because uh, I, I don't have to do a lot of the things that I used to do. I can uh, uh, make suggestions, uh, help making selections, uh, do all kinds of, uh, of, of, of things that 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 are within my reach. But uh, I don't have to run the day to day thing, you know, uh, because there, later on we'll be talking about distribution, just distribution in itself. It's a huge deal. You know, if you don't associate yourself with, you know, luckily UMass Dartmouth tag was, has, is connected now with UMass Press, UMass Press does all that stuff. This, all this stuff cannot be done anymore at an amateurish level. It has to be done professionally. I'll stop for now and, and, and then I'll let others talk and then we'll come back to, to, to some of these issues. Okay. Uh, Mario, can we hear from you as to uh, your publishing house and how it's serving the community and what books are being written, published, sorry. Yeah, I mean, well, I'll start by, by thanking Inesimo for um, his kind and gen generous words. Um, you know, the feeling is mutual. I, th I think we've all learned so much from Inesimo in so many ways over so many years. Um, and, and the partnership with him, you know, personally and institutionally has been nothing but a benefit. I mean, it's, it's been fantastic. Um, and, and it's the way, the way I think publishing in, the, in this field is, can continue and grow is by, is by making these kinds of partnerships and pooling our resources. Um, so we'll have a greater impact that way. So the, the Tegas Press started um, somewhat along the same lines that Nezimo was describing with, with an academic journal, um, with a focus on Portuguese American literature and another series that was dedicated um, more to Portuguese classics, essays, open to all variety of genres. Um, and then that, that was, I think the journal was 98, the, the book series started in 2002. And then um, what Frank Souza was able to do was to get a sales and distribution agreement with what was then the University Press of New England based at Dartmouth College in New Hampshire. And he was able to get UMass Dartmouth um, to create this permanent position dedicated only to the publications you know, full-time editor position, um, which was, which is extraordinary. And, and after doing this job for 10 years, I have no idea how Inesimo managed to um, do everything that he's done, not just with Gavia Brown, the, the books and the journals and the teaching and his own, his own academic career. I mean, it takes up so much time. Um, but one thing that I've been able to develop um, as a full-time editor is we have we publish in um, a number of different series, and each series has a series editor, and each series has an editorial board. Um, so I'm able to sort of tap into the resources and expertise of a lot of people and hear different perspectives from 
academics, you know, some with the focus on Portugal, others with the focus on Brazil. So to get a good feel of, of, of the field um, and, and to sort of make decisions on publishing books that cover a, a range of topics and a range of interests. Um, and, and when you think about sort of the future of publishing, um, that, that's one of the things I'm trying to be careful about is not getting stuck in just one direction, one focus, but staying broad and appealing um, in, a, in a broader manner. Um, and so, so the, the Bell Cesarica series in, in particular has been great working with the Nesimo and working with Brown, um, doing original works, works that have not yet been translated um, and republishing some, combining that, interspersing that with works that, um, that were originally published by Gavia Brown. And so the first book in that series, Stormy Isles, um, which is translated by Francisco Corfaguns, who's you know, also been an extremely important figure in all of this. Um, he spent, a, I think, 20 years rereading his translation and making corrections, and then sent it to us, and we reread it, and we got it copy edited. Um, so it's been an opportunity to revisit these classics and have new introductions. Um, so so it's, it's, more, it's more than just republishing Gavia Brown's publications. I mean, Onesimo and the translators, everyone's putting in renewed efforts um, to, get, to get these out. It sounds like it would be a, a, a review or an improvement. It's being improved every time it's being reviewed. Definitely. Yeah, and, and so with, with my position being sort of an institutionalized full-time position, we were also able to then work agreements within the UMass system so that UMass Press, um, I work intimately with them, you know, I meet with them remotely every other week, we have staff meetings, um, so, so it is like being part of a university press um, and, and really sort of takes it to, to another level. May, may I interrupt one thing? What Mario said, well, uh, thanking me, the words, uh, I didn't um, say those things just to be nice. Uh, it is true. Tagus Press has been doing a wonderful job. I recognize that. And I'm joining Tagus Press uh, uh, with enthusiasm because they are, uh, they are capable of, they, they have, uh, like he said, they created a full-time position to do this and they associated with the UMass Press. And I don't mind at all that Gavio Brown is going to phase and disappear. Although as long as I live and as long as I can be useful, I'll be delighted to work with someone like Mario. I really think that Mario is an extremely good professional uh, and, a, and a wonderful person. I'm not saying this to be nice to him. I'm saying this because this is exactly how I feel about it. It has been wonderful. We've been published, we have published already quite a few books. We have books lined up for the next almost 10 years uh, on our series. I've made suggestions to him about people in other series. They are working the same way. And, and, and we are, you know, for instance, we have been utilizing Francisco Fagundi, who was retired and is an incredibly resourceful person. We have people, resourceful, great people in the community, and we are, you know, associating them with in our projects why and this is i think the way it should be done a collective work a collective uh, 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 a collective um, enterprise utilizing the best of what people can offer and like i said we have talent and uh, with someone like mario um, uh, who is a great uh, 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 i would say great leader because a great leader does not it doesn't it doesn't show up uh, it does not uh, appear in the public eye, but is running everything behind and running very smoothly and very professionally. So again, these are not cheap words. This is exactly how I feel about, about all this. Yeah. And then we have uh, Dinesh who has, uh, should we, we, we talk about these uh, different uh, publishing houses, Tigers Press and um, Agavia Brown, and then we have the baby of the uh, publishing houses, if I may, um, and he's going to tell us about that one. Very, 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 very baby. Um, uh, well, uh, indeed, here in California, just a little bit to contextualize it as well, and I must say when Onesim said that uh, he started 
um, Gavio Brown in 1980 because he had a lot of energy. Uh, he used the verb in the past tense. Uh, Odaizimo has a lot of energy. Uh, there's a lot of people that still would like to, there's a lot of people in, in college right now, attending school, that like to have the energy that Odaizimo has. And, um, and everyone knows this. I, again, I'm not just, these are not cheap words as well. They're just truths that everyone knows about um, the power and the inf influence and the pioneering that Onesimo did that made, uh, you know, Tegas Press in a way it is what it is. And now, you know, with, the, with this uh, cooperation between Gavi Brown and, and Tegas Press, and I commend both of them, and certainly Onesimo, and, and I think the community owes him a lot, uh, a great deal for his pioneering um, publishing in the United States with the translations, like he said, because it was really nothing. And so, a little bit of context here in California, we've never really had, and Onesimo knows this well, and I think Mario knows as well, which is we've never really had a university uh, press in the Portuguese studies area. There's been some periodic things that uh, UC Santa Barbara did. Um, there's been some periodic things that were done uh, at UC Berkeley, but there hasn't been any consistency, and we know that. Um, until a few years ago, quite a few years ago now, almost 20 years ago as well, uh, two young men by the name of Tony Goulart and José Rodríguez began Portuguese Heritage Publications of California, which is not an academic press, but I think, I, I know Onésimo knows it well, and I know that Mario does as well, but I think Onésimo would agree with me, has done a tremendous job, a yeah. tremendous job in, in you know, putting forth and publishing research that must, much of it was done at an academic level and brought into the hands of the editors, uh, Tony Goulart and uh, José Rodríguez. And, um, and so, and then later on, Enrique Diniz. And so the Portuguese Heritage Publications of California has been kind of uh, not uh, in operation in a lot of ways uh, for the last, I would say, two to three years. And since we began uh, PBBI now just a little over two years ago, it was in February of 2019, um, I was approached actually first by the university because the university has a, we have a very strong Armenian uh, study center um, in Fresno. The Armenian community is huge in Fresno, maybe not in numbers, but huge in influence. And so the Armenian studies has a, uh, a press and they've been publishing for over 20 years. And, um, and, and the, we were approached, uh, why do we not do the same thing for PBBI? And that's where the idea of Bruma Publications came in to, in, to, make, to create within the structure of the California State University system, a uh, publishing house that uh, can only, of course, dream to be a tenth of what uh, Attackers Press is but, and what Gavri Brown has done, but to uh, begin the process of, of publishing certainly works that have been uh, uh, that, that have been researched and some of them have never seen the light of day here in California and to continue the work that Portuguese Heritage Publication of California has done since it is, um, uh, I don't know, if it, public knowledge, but there's a there's lots of different possibilities that it may not have at least the force that it did have at one time because, you know, folks uh, get tired and uh, it has taken on a different direction. But I must say that the lack of some of the publishing that did not occur maybe at the university press level with, uh, in California was certainly made up with uh, Portuguese Heritage Publications of California. We're hoping to uh, continue this tradition at Fresno State. We're hoping to have, of course, partnerships, whether it be with Tagus Press, whether it be with Onesimo. Uh, we're always going to ask Onesimo independently if he wants to retire or not. We're always going to ask him for his uh, for his help and, uh, and uh, his vision and his leadership in putting forth uh, some of the publications. Our very first one actually is a uh, collection done by uh, Manuel Costa Fontes, which some of um, which I believe I know that Onesimo knows well. Uh, he's the one that actually introduced me to him many years ago, many many years ago, and he has a collection of uh, of, uh, of uh, fables that were uh, done here in California in the early 1970s, late 60s and early 70s of Azorian immigrants that came to California and would pass on these fables as part of oral history. So it fits into what we're doing at Fresno State, which is part of. The, the biggest part of what uh, PBBI is all about is collecting the oral history of the Portuguese Americans 
not just in Central California, but throughout the state, but focusing on Central California. So this um, uh, this research done by Professor Manuel Costa Fontes for many years ago, um, and it was basically done in the San Joaquin Valley, and we feel that it's 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 right time to publish it. And so that is actually the first one we're going to hope to publish in the spring of uh, this coming year of 2022 uh, with COVID ending, we hope. And um, and we have a lot of other projects in the works. We just, of course, need all of the uh, put uh, exactly what I was mentioning to Mario before we got on. There's a lot of bureaucratic things that, as uh, he said, I don't know how Onesimo did it. I don't know if I'll have the, the patience or the courage uh, or the tenacity to do it, because uh, it seems like every time you cross one hoop, there's another one. Uh, but we do have the Fresno State Administration on board. And that's good, because when you have that, you can get some things done. But it just takes longer than probably would have taken, you know, through a more independent uh, uh, version like the Portuguese Heritage Publications of California. So we hope to continue with they with with, with that what they did. We actually hope that we can find a place within Bruma for all of the publishing uh, items that were done through the Portuguese Heritage Publications of California. So, um, so we're just beginning, and uh, it was a need, I believe, and that's why it's a kind of challenge for the West Coast. Denise, before uh, I move on to somebody else or, or another topic, um, can you just uh, tell us what PBBI stands for for our uh, sure. audience sure. that doesn't know? Sure, Portuguese Beyond Borders Institute. So it's a it's an institute at Fresno State, created in February of 2019. So just a little over two years ago, and then as we were getting things rolled, guess what happened? <laughs> COVID hit uh, just a year later. Um, we've transitioned a lot of things to online, like everyone else has. Uh, the institute uh, works with three colleges. It works with the entire university, but mainly it's housed in three colleges: College of Arts and Humanities, Social Science, and the Jordan College of agricultural science and technology because of the very, very large presence of the Portuguese American community in uh, the agricultural world and the dairy world where actually Portuguese heritage publications published um, Al Graves's book, The Portuguese Californians, uh, about the Portuguese in agriculture. Um, we have, we have several projects going on, mainly the collection of oral histories, a lecture and speaker series. Uh, we formed a community of writers tied to the Azores. We're doing a lot of different things at the same time. Uh, but uh, our big, big focus, of course, is oral history. So in essence, um, all of these publishing um, houses have an academic um, basis for, for most, I guess of what they're publishing? Are you publishing other books that go out into the community? Uh, I can uh, answer, answer that. It was always my point, uh, never to make Gavio Brand an academic journal. Uh, Gavio Brand publishes uh, quality stuff, uh, things that are good uh, uh, in English and Portuguese uh, that somehow have to do with the Portuguese it doesn't have to be by academics. It was never. Also the same thing. We published books uh, uh, by uh, by immigrants. Uh, I, I used to publish in Portuguese, but not anymore. I try now to have, because things have changed very much. Books that before were published, uh, uh, you know, had no way uh, of being published. Nowadays, they can be published in Portuguese, but they published in the Azores or in Portugal. They can be published. <clears throat> And and uh, uh, so it, it was. Uh, Gavi Brand was never uh, only uh, academic. Uh, uh, actually, was not made to be an academic journal. The other two journals are. But but I must say that the the the, the publishing scene has changed dramatically in in the last uh, 15, 20 years, and in the last five years it also changed dramatically because uh, Portuguese, whatever is published in Portuguese now should not be published in the United States. Uh, it can be published, and it is uh, still published. But we want we we want a broader audience. Right now, the Portuguese Minister of of, of Foreign Affairs created a collect a series at Impressa uh, Nacional uh, Casa da Moeda, and I am part of, of, of I'm a member of the board, and we are uh, we are republishing. You mentioned Monel Costa Fontes books about the Portuguese uh, uh, in the United States and Canada that were. Uh, 
published it and were not widely disseminated, but now we have this possibility of doing it at Imprensa Nacional. So, Dinesh, we should be talking about this in the future. We have to connect and make sure that these books, because they also do uh, do e-books. Another thing is, journals have appeared. Gavi Brown is a a mixed journal, academic and non-academic, but right now there is an academic journal. Irene Blair and and, uh, Dulce uh, Scott was uh, a student here at Brown, a PhD, is also out there uh, uh, doing this journal, the International Journal of Portuguese Diaspora Studies. They are an academic journal publishing about Portuguese, American, all this. So nowadays it is easy for any good stuff uh, 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 to find a, 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 an outlet. Uh, uh, Gavi Brown was, in the beginning, was publishing everything, studies about Portugal. Now I am a, 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 a co-editor of a series published in England. We publish books, uh, three books a year, uh, on, on, on Portuguese uh, Lusophone uh, uh, topics. Some of my students who have done theses uh, uh, with us, one of them, uh, uh, um, uh, Brianna Medeiros, who is giving a lecture tomorrow at the Nubeto the Wedding Museum, uh, she uh, wrote a thesis about uh, comparing uh, uh, social issues in Azorian and Cape Verdean literature. Uh, her book, uh, her thesis was published there as a book. So there are so many outlets now, uh, and they didn't exist. Uh, and uh, luckily, I'm uh, connected with a bunch of them, almost all of them. Uh, so this is why I don't feel I have to continue uh, uh, publishing Gavi Brown books because they we they are now networks that are more institutionalized, uh, more professional, and uh, you know I I can help them and they are doing things. They are comp- they have completely transformed. The, I mean the 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 the, the scenario out there has completely uh, uh, changed in the last you know any good stuff uh, about. Talk about translations, not only our press, other press also. The journalists are now more sensitive to Portuguese studies and Portuguese American studies. Anybody with a good article nowadays can publish it at, at a good journal because we don't also don't want to insularize Portuguese, Portuguese and Portuguese American studies. Um, we have our own uh, ventures, but uh, but other journals and 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 presses are also open to it, and lots of Portuguese American. Uh, writers have published uh, books and uh, articles in journals and in presses that are not our our Portuguese American presses. Um, so, so I'm uh, sorry to. Uh, so, you know, uh, looks like I'm dominating the this. Oh, I want to talk. Uh, 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 oh, I'm talking too much. But but uh, I I want to give uh, a, a clear impression of the scene uh, out there that is much broader and much vaster and much brighter than it was when we were all blind in 1980. Yeah, that's true. true. I mean, I can say in my own experience, just the past, you know, five years, um, we, we, our relationship with UMass Press is based on the fact that they're interested in, in what we do in our material, in the subject matter, and not because, you know, we were going to help them financially. Um, So, so there is a a broader awareness and, and interest in, in, in what we've been and what Nezuko has been doing for decades, it, it's sort of reached the other level now. The, the, uh, let me give you two examples. I'm sorry, sorry to, to come back again, but that's 40 years of this. Francisco Fagundes wrote a beautiful autobiography called Hard Knocks. Why did I publish it? Because UMass Press rejected it. He had no way out, no way of publishing it. And I said, this is very good. This has to be published. Nowadays, UMass Press would have accepted it. Rebecca Katz out there from California spent 15 years translating uh, the travels of Fernando Pinto. She came to me and said, no publisher wants this. It's too big. Nobody cares about Fernando Pinto. You publish it. And I said, look, I'd love to publish this, but I don't want this is too good for Gavi Brown. I said, how are we going to do it? He says, you're going to write to some of the big presses and ask them, is this, why don't you want, don't you want to publish this? Because uh, this is costly. How much do you want? The University of Chicago Press replied, 15,000. So I called Jose Blanco, a great guy in Gulbenkian then, and I said, we need 15,000. I could publish this in Gavi Brown, much cheaper, but then the distribution would not be the same. 
you, University of Chicago Press will publish this professionally if you get 15,000. On the spot, Blanco gave the money. And in the book had three editions. Now the book is available in English because of that. Also, our, our people did not have enough uh, knowledge uh, uh, about how to go about these things. Uh, so, but, but again, the ground is already broken. Uh, Lovantunish publishers, Saramago, uh, so many Portuguese uh, authors have books uh, uh, translated into. Uh, uh, tomorrow I'm interviewing for, on my television show, Patricio Ferrari. Uh, New Horizons in New York is publishing, it's coming out with all the stuff on Pessoa. The New York uh, Review of Books has a great article on Pessoa, uh, Richard Zenith's biography. All these things were unheard of. So uh, we've come a long way. And yes, it is important that we continue with our presses, but uh, but there's a lot, a lot of work, a lot of work out uh, out there uh, uh, that is uh, uh, has been done and is being done. And 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 like uh, and as I said before, we are far, far from the way we uh, the, the 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 situation where we were initially forty years ago. We've come a long way. Um... Mario, before we went on the air, you were talking, we were talking numbers and you mentioned some numbers. Can you tell us in terms of, so our audience can get an idea, how many books do you publish um, annually? Sure. Um, we try to publish around six books per year. Um, sometimes we'll do more than that, you know, depending on, on funding, depending on the progress of, of books. Um, sometimes we'll do less, like last year because of COVID, Things got put on hold until the university knew everything was going to be okay. But that means we missed a publishing season. So we only ended up publishing two books last year. But this year we'll have nine books come out. Um, but, we, but we try to stay six to eight is sort of ideal. Um, because even, even though I'm a full-time person, you know, there's still limited time during the day. And as Denise was saying before we went on the air, working in a state institution means you need to have a lot of meetings and things change with administrations and things have to be redone. Um, but, but, but in terms of what we can handle and what UMass Press can handle for us in terms of promotion and sales and distribution, six to eight is probably the ideal number. Um, but one thing I wanted to say about, about communities, the, the previous question was that our, our books in the Portuguese and America series and we try, we try to have somewhat of a balance with, with works of fiction, with literature and works of history and social sciences. Um, th those books are our most popular books. They, they, they do sell well and they sell consistently over the years. It's not just the book comes out, everyone buys it, goes to the book launch and forgets about it. Um, they, they, they are, there is a sustained interest in, in Portuguese American literature and works of more academic, you know, works of social science and history. I think we have, there's a, a book by Jerry Williams that we, that, that we republished um, on, on immigration from the Azores. And we have to reprint that book all the time. It's, it's constantly selling. So there's a demand for, for, for your books. Right, right, from the community. Right. So, it, it, I mean, your efforts are um, fabulous, but is there anything that Palkus can help you with in terms of um, uh, getting or uh, uh, improving on those efforts and getting more word out, uh, getting more books out, book launches, book signing, things like that? Um, yeah, definitely. I mean, the more we, I, some books we do because they need to be done, you know, because things need to be documented. Um, but, but we want as many people to read our books as possible. Yeah, so the more events we can do, the more promotions, um, the better, the better for the subject, for the book itself, for the authors. Um, is there, so it, uh, is there possibly, go ahead. Uh, perhaps uh, uh, Balkus could have a section just on books, and then with links to the very to the presses and to the, what the books that are available, and with news about the books coming. Th this is besides doing like uh, uh, Mario suggested, uh, doing you know uh, 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 plugging into uh, book launch 
lunches. Uh, um, have a section on on Portuguese American books uh, or just Portuguese books. Balkas does a marvelous. The newsletter is wonderful. I've been spreading the the the, the, the great newsletter because it's full of so much information. Uh, but also, yeah, why not a section on books? Portuguese American books, books about Portuguese topics, or is Orient top or loser from topics, whatever you know, and, and just links. You don't have to have them all. Just you know, various links and people interested go to books. Okay, then a link, and then you're there. You know, you are at Tagus, you are at Gavi Brown, you are at uh, the the Portuguese Beyond Borders Institute uh, 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 Press, uh, uh, etc. So that that will be a great service. But also when we have launchings. Uh, um, you know, have uh, well, I, I? I try to send information out to the, the lecture tomorrow. It was sent to Palcos and all this. So a, a better organization uh, of uh, uh, a system of disseminating the information about these events. Yeah. Yes. There's a lot of exposure. So the more exposure Correct. you get. Correct. Correct. Okay. Be, be, because the thing about our Portuguese community is it's spread out there. There are lots of people out there that are sort of lost and don't have any connection but then you, this is a way of them knowing ah palcos you know let me get into i've got i've gotten a few palcos members in the last three or four days i showed them the newsletter they are interested and they're going to join palcos because they realize that this is a great service so this is a way of connecting through in, internet uh, and, and th this way they will know that these things are out there i'm in the middle of the us somewhere but every time i plug into to Palkus, I know that I am connected to a lot of stuff that is going on uh, uh, at the national, international level that I was not aware of. Yeah, I, I Annabelle, if I can. Absolutely. Oh, sure. I, 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 was completely right. I think that, um, and even Mario and I had, right before COVID, we were talking about uh, a, a possible partnership. When I mean a partnership is obviously, um, it, it is important to talk about all of the work that uh, Tech Express is doing and Gavia Brown has done and uh, continues to do through with the partnership with Tech Express to bring those out also to the West Coast. And West Coast doesn't mean just California. As Onesimo mentioned, there's a lot of new communities that Palkas has done a good job, you know, uh, uh, making uh, the, disseminating that information and uh, and partaking of these new communities, you know, Arizona, uh, Washington states, uh, Oregon, Idaho, Utah, uh, Texas, etc. And so um, I think the more partnerships we do, and here at PBBI, we are all open to these uh, kinds of partnerships the same way that pre-PBBI, we were still doing them in California with other universities and even with community organizations. Uh, Gavia Brown, uh, as Onesimo knows, you know, we would, we, the Portuguese Cultural Center here in Tulare would promote Gavia Brown. It was a way to promote uh, basically what is being done at a national level with, with our various networks. I think that's Palkus can can be an important voice there. I think uh, a book section is a wonderful, uh, an author section, you know, f featuring a, a, a particular author that is being published by these presses. Um, and so uh, talking about base on a continuing continuous basis, what is going on in the Portuguese uh, creative community that then finds its voice uh, through these presses and other presses, because as Monesimo mentioned, we do have, and, fortu and fortunately, it is diff much different than it was in 1980, thanks to him, obviously, and, and, and efforts of others as well. Um, but today we do have Portuguese American writers and poets publishing in independent houses, publishing, you know, and, and uh, you know, a lot of Goulart publishers in different uh, uh, house, uh, different publishing uh, houses throughout uh, the United States. So is Sam Pereira um, uh, 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 and, and many, many others. And so I think that bringing all this together can help those who are doing this work at the university level, as Mario said, and those who are even publishing or on their own, or that we have had, as Onesimo knows, and he has actually written about, we've had some excellent uh, creative uh, works being published by authors themselves in the past, you know, uh, they've been, you know, uh, there's been some excellent works that have been published uh, throughout the West and the East Coast as well. So I think it's just a matter of getting, there are probably fewer and fewer of us involved in this process, but I do believe that that is one of the reasons why we have to work a little bit more uh, collaboratively 
and Palkus is the only national organization that really can bring uh, all of these synergies together. Perhaps we can uh, provide more access to uh, Palkus members by um, uh, allowing them or giving them, you know, access to book signings and things like that. That's something that um, would be very informative and would, you know, uh, reach or or, or um, reach the goal of uh, disseminating and and uh, distributing your 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 books. Perhaps even the Palkus uh, discount to Palkus members. Something of that, you know, nature could be uh, built into to this. Um, with uh, all these efforts, I think uh, our time is coming to an end now. It's been wonderful to hear from all of you and how uh, these different uh, publishing houses are actually um, telling the stories of the communities and, and uh, uh, documenting everything. Um, and, uh, you know, your last words or closing arguments on, on each one of you would be appreciated. Well, since I was always the first one to talk, I will say that um, I, I'm quite optimistic and the future looks bright um, because um, there's quite a few energetic people out there and there's a lot being produced and uh, uh, a lot of a lot of material with great quality, not only in our presses, but uh, uh, coming out in other uh, 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 presses. So more and more we'll get more visibility. What we have to do is get more and more our Portuguese American community that does not that does not have a tradition of reading uh, uh, have their children uh, now that they have these books available in English uh, uh, make them aware of the fact that these books exist and their parents were not used to read but they you know, those who like reading these books are available and they would be glad to know that they exist and i'm sure they would also enjoy reading it this is why Palkus Palkus comes in very handy because Palkus can help us spread uh, the, the 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 news that there's a lot of there already published and a lot is being published and a lot is going to continue to be published so we want now a larger number of readership of readers up there Mario? Yeah, I, th I think, I mean, institutionally, from our point perspective as, as editors and publishers, the, the future is bright and we have a lot of, a lot of work to do. Um, but also I'm excited uh, about the new generation of, of Portuguese American authors and the different types of writing um, that, that we're seeing coming out now. Um, so it'll be fun to see what directions sort of literature and, and scholarship, lots of, you know, People are going to colleges, going into programs where these are, are legitimate research topics that are funded and supported. And um, I'm excited to see what, what the new generation, when they look back at, you know, earlier time, what, what their perspective is going to be on us. Okay. Indeed, I, I, that is a very good point, uh, Mario. I think that there is a lot of scholarship uh, at different universities throughout uh, both coasts and throughout the United States in general that the younger generation is tapping into that uh, our generation, my generation especially, probably didn't. But uh, And they, as you said, they find funding even within their own area of expertise, and that's great. The other thing is, it's, um, it's as Onesim said, it's just bringing all of this together and, uh, for example, the collection that uh, uh, Onesimo uh, mentioned about the Azorian writers in translation that is uh, being published, uh, the Belish Zorica. So it is being published also in Ponte Delgada. It's being published by Letras Lavadas in Ponte Delgada. And, and it's being sold well in Ponte Delgada by Letras Lavadas. They do their own publishing. It's uh, usually a different cover. Than, uh, and it's uh, and it's amazing to walk into a bookstore in San Miguel and see uh, all of these works from Tagus Press. And according to uh, Senor José Ernesto that owns uh, Letras Lavadas and, uh, and Nova Grafica, he tells me that especially during the cruise industry, when it, which is coming back, people would go there and they would want works in English uh, because people, a lot of the times, you know, this is just an anecdotal, but it's the truth. You know, the, 
the 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 industry is when they reposition those big 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 old cruise ships and people just walk around Ponte Delgada they walk into the bookstore and they're going to be on a cruise ship for, a lot of times for another nine or ten days they want to read something and the language that bonds them together they can read it is in English and so he's even thinking I I just mentioned to him and he thought it was be a good idea that some of these Portuguese Americans that Mario was saying that are doing some great writing some of these younger Portuguese Americans that are all publishing also have that published through all of these different presses, you know, like Sam Pareto just publishes book through a press in New York, in New York state, that maybe we can get those also to Letras Lavadas because he thinks that would be one way for the, another audience to know about the Portuguese American experience. Because if you look, walk into Letras Lavadas, as Onésimo knows better than I do, he's there more often, but you will see, you know, books from Nicholas Sparks and all these other people in, in English. So why not have, Portuguese American authors who traditionally write in English have them also available for the Portuguese audience uh, in the Azores, but also that tourist audience, uh, however it goes through the Azores. It was fabulous to see. I bought actually a copy because uh, of uh, uh, of uh, the uh, of, uh, David David helped me on Ezimu bookshop. Uh, no, the the uh, translation of of uh, do uh, David bookshop. Yes, uh, David. No, uh, yeah, David. Uh, David Brookshaw. Yeah, right. The 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 translation of the Unknown Islands. Uh, yeah. So I I bought the translation in Ponte Delgada. I uh, didn't have it yet, and I I figured it would be one way to you know it was another book to 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 weigh on uh, on down my uh, my 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 luggage. But uh, it was wonderfully done, and he told me that. It actually has been selling well. So kudos to uh, Onésimo and Mario for getting together with Letras Lavadas and doing this other agreement that takes to the other side of the Atlantic what is being created here. The, this was a, a payback. The Azorian government is, is helping a little bit, not a lot, but helping a little bit. This is a payback. So, And this is a practical way of it's too costly to have books shipped from here there. So to have all these books in, in Azorian uh, authors or Portuguese authors translated into English, but only available here. Uh, uh, Amazon does not sell them to Portugal. Too costly. So the idea was to do what I did with the first edition of Matepno Canal of Fagunti 1998. It was, it was printed here here and printed there, distributed there. So uh, Mario and I uh, talked about this and, and we uh, I suggested the Letras Lovadas. And, and, and the idea is that there are so many tourists, so many people from all over the world who read English and are there. They don't know about tagless, but if they see the books that they buy and it, it has been working out and, and I think that we, we can explore that more and more. Uh, by the way, we tried also with Compagnie de Zilhas, but Compagnie de Zilhas turn, turned us down. Uh, we thought that books like uh, uh, Canal could, should have been done uh, uh, around, uh, like in Pico, because there are lots of people, you know, like Diaz de Mello, for instance, uh, should be sold, uh, printed there anyway. But 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 it's been working out very well. And, and again, uh, 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 back to Mario. Mario has been uh, uh, wonderful. He's the one who does the practical things, arranging things, and and. and uh, uh, but but I also see the books there, and I know that people write to me, and and I talk to them, and they're pleased that they finally go to. They they also send books to the to the hotels, so because they are authors, that it's raining years. What are they going to do? They want to read something in English, so the books are there. You know, so they didn't exist before. There was nothing. Uh, so we have a great market there. We we must continue doing. And that relationship is fantastic for us. Um, I mean, I love it. Their books are beautiful. Their editions are high quality. They reach audiences that we could never dream of reaching. We'd have no way of doing it. Um, so it really helps us, complements what we do and expands it in, in wonderful, beneficial ways for, for us, for the Azores. It's they are happy. We are happy. And the readers are happy. Right. And so that's where it ends. Everybody's happy. That's, yeah, that's it right. Is. It's a nice way to end. Everybody's happy. And I want to thank you all for coming on and, and telling us all about this, uh, the publishing houses. And I, I look forward to reading some of these books. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank, thank you so you. much. It's a thank pleasure. You. Pleasure talking to all of you. Thank you. you